It's a phrase that one of my mentors used to close our lineups, the squad briefings at the beginning of our shift before we went out in the field. And it's a play on the golden rule. You, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, what Sergeant Jim would say and what I adopted, it's kind of a classic cop twist on that golden rule. And that is do unto others before they even think about doing unto you. San Diego 9 emergency. Oh, you need to come right away. There's a man with a gun and it's what loaded. What's the Hello and welcome. I'm Diane Hoffman. And I'm Carrie Mintz here. We're your hosts at the De-Escalation Conversations podcast. First, thank you for the taking the time to find us here. However you did that, there are tons of ways to find us. The Idea website, on YouTube and Facebook in video format. And for the folks that want the audio versions, you'll find us on all the platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, even Amazon Alexa. And we've been asked uh, by a bunch of different people a bunch of different questions. So things like, I, I'd want to know, who is this for? Who are you two? Is this going to be worth my time? Will it be fun? Will I learn something new? Or is it the same old stuff? Who are the guests going to be? What sorts of things are going to be covered? When will the episodes drop? Can I have input on future shows? And if I make a comment, is anyone even going to read it? Wow, Carrie, that's a lot of questions they have. Let's dive in. So who's this podcast for? That's easy. If you're a law enforcement officer, you'll feel right at home. If you're an educator in kindergarten through 12th grade, a firefighter, you work in healthcare at any level, an EMT, a nurse, a doctor, if you're in the military or a veteran, a flight attendant or any airline or security specialist, you'll find lots of valuable insights here. If you're a business owner, you're going to find tons of things that we call transferable skills. The same mindset, the same skill set, the same heart set can help you deal with all of the challenges you face with clients and coworkers and family too. Our discussions are designed to be 360 all around, everywhere you are at work, play, and especially at home. You're definitely wondering, who is this Carrie guy? Well, I've been so blessed to have filled every role as a first responder. I left home at 17. I joined the Navy and served on nuclear submarines, completing eight deployments. This was during the Cold War, and it was crazy as we were hunting Russian submarines and other ships. I had lots of adventures being on submarines, including nearly being killed in a maintenance accident. And I'll share that one on at some point soon. I joined the fire department because, well, my dad had been a fire chief. My brothers were junior firefighters, and I felt like I grew up at our firehouse. I did that for about five years, first on a department in South Carolina where I was promoted engineer. And I was also working on the county EMS ambulance at the same time. After moving to San Diego, I was immediately hired by another fire department. I got my California EMT certification and then became an ER technician. Then I did a fateful thing. I went on a ride along with San Diego PD and I was hooked. The next thing I knew, I was in the police academy and out on the streets. And I retired a short time ago as a sergeant from San Diego PD after spending 30 years in law enforcement. During my career, I worked every patrol division in the city, sometimes because of disciplinary transfers. No, I'm just kidding about that part. <laughs> I spent 14 years as a detective. I worked several undercover assignments. I flew in the helicopter as a TFO, a 
tactical flight officer. I was a collision reconstructionist and was also on our peer support team for over 22 years. Now, our peer support team had very strict criteria. You couldn't be on the team unless someone died as a direct result of your actions. Most of us have been involved in OIS, an officer-involved shooting. I've been in two fatal shootings. I've used every level of force on the use of force continuum several times. Please know that my passion for safety, my passion for de-escalation, my passion for saving lives comes from my experiences living and breathing this stuff. And it leaves a strong impact on you when you take someone's life, and I've been forced to do that twice. My work has been pretty well recognized. I've received over 150 informal commendations and 19 formal awards, including two different awards for saving lives. And actually, I'm proud to say that I've saved more lives than I've taken. Now, you're likely thinking, who is this very quiet and even more beautiful lady, Diane? I am a native San Diegan. My family has been here since the 1920s. I got my Bachelor's of Science in Criminal Justice at San Diego State, thinking I was going to go the attorney route. In my senior year of college, I realized I didn't want to do the tedious work of shepherdizing, which is a fancy term for case law research. I had classmates heading to the police academy that encouraged me to apply. I passed with flying colors and was in the SDPD academy three months later. After graduating, I was the only woman on my squad because there wasn't many of us in the department back then. I worked uniform patrol as well as a lot of undercover assignments in gangs, narcotics, and vice. My most involved work was as an undercover prostitute hunting a serial killer. I'll get into those stories later. After 10 years on the job, I was forced to retire after a horrible training accident. Even after I got my master's degree in human resources, people would always ask me to share my police stories, and I began to realize that I had a pretty unique perspective that I could bring to the civilian world. So I created my company called Spa Life. The SPA and Spa Life stands for Seek Power Always that divine power within you to do your deeper work in the world. Through both Spa Life and Idea, I'm a consultant and trainer that helps entrepreneurs and company leaders move through crisis, manage boundaries, and make quicker decisions. And of course, teach de-escalation skills along the way with better communication tools. I have two grown daughters and five grandchildren who've given me the life experience to manage a lot of different personalities with a lot of multitasking between a lot of different hats from mom to cop to business leader. Mm, you are just awesome. <laughs> so enough about us. How about whether or not this podcast is going to be worth your time? And without question, it definitely will be. Not because of us, but because of the amazing people who've agreed to give their time to help you. Another question we get asked is, will it be fun? We're going to have a blast. We've enjoyed every interview we've done so far, and we won't do anything with anyone on the show that doesn't bring laughter with them. Now, there'll be a few tears shed along the way. I got to warn you because we get deep with our guests and they reveal some really personal things that'll touch your very soul. If you're wondering if you'll learn something new or if this going to be the is this going to be the same old stuff and who's going to be the guest, there's an amazing lineup of people. Law enforcement trainers like Gordon Graham, Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman, folks from ILEDA, the International Law Enforcement Educators and Trainers Association like Brian Willis, Harvey Hedden, Joe Willis. They're not related. We'll also be featuring K-12 through teachers who are experts at dealing with misbehavior in schools, 
flight attendants who are highly skilled at de-escalation at 37,000 feet, firefighters, medics, nurses who know what it's like to have combative patients and uncooperative family members. You've asked, what sort of things are we going to be covering? Well, we're focusing on a few select topics. Of course, the main one is de-escalation. We'll also be taking some time to discuss what we call tactical TLC topics, training, leadership, and communication. And what about the question, when will episodes drop? Well, there will be a new episode each week going live every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific. And just to keep you on your toes, <laughs> we're going to be sprinkling in other episodes as they pop up. And if you're thinking, can I have input on future shows? Absolutely, yes. If you have someone who can provide tons of value for our listeners, and maybe that someone's you, definitely let us know about people who should be a guest on our show. We've been asked, if I make a comment, is anybody going to read it? 100% yes. In fact, we want you to make comments. And please rate and review and subscribe to the show. In fact, smack that little bell so you get reminded when a new episode goes live. Any suggestions for content that you want to hear about and you want to explore and learn about, Diane and I are open to hearing everyone's perspective. If you agree with what we said and you want to add another thought or maybe some more information, Maybe you disagree and you think we or, or a guest is off point. If you think there's another perspective that needs to be looked at and discussed, let us know. We personally read all of the comments and we'll be responding to them as well. So, yeah, Woof. you know, our listeners had some great questions. Definitely. As we go forward into exploring the de-escalation de training, communication and relationship topics, talking to people, getting insights from experts, please know that there is one goal that we have, making life for you better, easier, and safer. Our focus is bringing you the topics and tips and tricks and hints and hacks, things that we wish we knew when we were on the streets. Our careers were amazing, and when we look back, we've been so incredibly blessed. And yet, it would have been even more amazing and less stressful if we knew back then some of the things that we know now. We need your help in doing this podcast. We know we can't do this just by ourselves. We want your input. We need your input. We're asking for you to co-create this with us. The last thing I want to mention is something that, well, I say on a somewhat regular basis, and it's a phrase that one of my mentors used to close our lineups, the squad briefings at the beginning of our shift before we went out in the field. And it's a play on the golden rule. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, what Sergeant Jim would say and what I adopted, is kind of a classic cop twist on that golden rule. And that is do unto others before they even think about doing unto you. Now, I've been told that could be misunderstood and taken in the wrong way. And some people are going to go duck hunting for me. But part of me rebels and wants to say, well, screw them. And if you don't get it, that's too bad. <laughs> The phrase is meant to remind you to be on your toes, to not wait to get hurt before you take action, to pay attention to all times. We want to the, all you to know that action beats reaction. And as cops and teachers and firefighters and medics and flight attendants, when we get assaulted, we automatically are on the bad side, the wrong side of the reaction gap. The saying is meant to remind you to be safe, to stay on your toes, to not sacrifice personal safety for the fear of offending someone or in the, in the cause of de-escalation. And if it makes you laugh, that's a good thing, too. 
So for anyone who wants to try and misconstrue that saying, I'll tell you right now, I've explained it and don't try and twist it to fit your agenda. Now, teachers and first responders, we all need to stay safe to come home at the end of the shift with the same number of holes in our body as we began our shift, no extras, and the same number of bruises at the, as at the beginning of the shift. All right, we'll put the preemptive soapbox off to the side and tell you that, yes, sometimes we both get pretty passionate about teachers and first responders' safety and making sure that you, the folks that put their lives on the line, know that you have our respect and gratitude. By the same token, we're equally passionate about having first responders treat the public with the care and respect that you would want another teacher or first responder to give to one of your family members in any situation. Well, that's it for our first episode. We covered a lot and we look forward to seeing your ratings and comments about the other episodes as well as this one. Dive right into the episode. Uh, I can't talk today. <laughs> Dive right into the other episodes. Enjoy and soak up the wisdom our guests bring each week. And until next time, as always, stay safe. Bye for now.